0: This week... Manifesting the beauty of it. I just want positive, blah, 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 blah. And law of attraction is spiritual, isn't it? Amazing Chelsea co-host. Right. Sorry, sorry, the third step, the third step. To the point that I was near tears. Quick disclaimer, I basically grew up Catholic, which is a bit weird. I got lost then, and you got uncomfortable. It could have been out of body, or it could have been sleep paralysis. Bulldogs. There could be a fourth dimension. The law student in me perceived it. <laughs> Prove to me that you're real. Quickly, this could be bollocks. Asking it's given by Esther Hicks. You are
1: listening to the Son of a Bitch
0: podcast.
2: With your host. Christina Lennon and Joel McNott.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Son of a Bitch podcast. We are joined with our very special guest, very special my, my beautiful boyfriend <laughs> Robbie Mullett. That's very sweet, fellow Made in Chelsea co-host. We are
0: drinking the Made G- in Chelsea co-host. Wow. Well- <laughs> oh yeah, we host Made in Chelsea. Welcome to Made in Chelsea. What is that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, I the... mean, we are the special guests of Made in Chelsea. We, we are, basically for sure. are on our own show.
0: Absolutely. We yeah. don't participate in the main show. I don't know what no. that is. Not, none of the drama. Not with the riffraff. Not with <laughs> the heteros. <no>?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we are drinking today virgin pina coladas. Yeah. Because I'm not a big drinker.
0: I hope that's okay. Well, his right is
2: virgin anyway. No. <laughs> <laughs> They're all You've snuck some
0: alcohol into the office, haven't you? Yeah.
2: <laughs> and the reason why we've invited Robbie on today is because we want to discuss manifesting. And you have some amazing stories. Manifesting. I can't wait to get into it about manifesting. <laughs> I mean,
0: look, I've not manifested that much, let's be honest. But um, what, what I about have me? <laughs> <laughs> What I have, I think, is interesting to share. It's just a quick disclaimer. 'Cause the law student in me engages in critical thought. <laughs> just just quickly, this could be bollocks. Yeah, of course it could. Like, let's just get that out there. Like <laughs> this could be utter bullshit. It really Well we're <laughs>
2: involved, so it probably will be.
0: <laughs> I've always had a bit of a spiritual bent. I've I've always leaned bent. toward spirituality a little bit. And mm-hmm. law of attraction is spiritual, isn't it? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's also a mindset if you're non spiritual yeah. to just be having a bit of a A positive mindset, I suppose, which is always a good thing.
1: Mm. Can we explain manifestation for people that don't know what manifestation is? So
0: here's my take, and you can correct me if you think I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. Because I basically read a book when I was 15, and it says you ask, and you ask naturally. You don't have to be like, I want this. You don't have to say that. You naturally ask. When you find something you don't like in this world, you automatically tell the universe Um. somehow what you do want. It's an automatic process.
1: So it's your inner spirit has to be aligned with...
0: I've not got there yet. Go. I was just doing step one. Okay. <laughs> so step one, you ask, and you ask automatically. It's not It's not something with intent. You don't have to be specific. You know, so many people, so many of our friends, they're like, I want this man who has this build and he has this lifestyle. And, he has this. and it's like, oh, it's so specific. Yeah. Stop. Don't do that. Like, be open to the universe bringing you something. With its infinite wisdom and knowledge of who you are and what you want, and it can make it all perfect and blah blah blah. Like, don't be too specific. Yeah, right. So that's step one, and then step two, it's it's done. Supposedly, mm-hmm. the universe has manifested it vibrationally. Mm. In the in has the,
2: received your request. It's it's received it. Like like an. Argos order and then yeah. you don't have to sit in the waiting room. It's in the yeah. fulfillment
0: centre in Amazon. It's it's being processed. It's done. Right. Like... It's on its way to you. Mm-hmm. It could be an interaction with a person at the right time, like we when we met in the box. It could be yeah. something like that. Yeah. You know, that was a process of manifestation, I think. Or we I just agree. met by chance. Who knows? But I don't think we did. No, I manifested, yeah, I'm sure. We can speak about that. Yeah, we
2: can. Hmm. <laughs> so Dude. Oh, yeah. And that was it. The third sorry. step. Sorry. Sorry. The third step.
0: The third step. I'm almost done. I'm
2: almost you
0: just done. I got lost then. And you got uncomfortable. Yeah. No, I got a bit lost. Right. The third step is you have to align with it. Mm-hmm. So what does aligning with it mean? It actually means you've got to you've got to rise up to that frequency. And how do you know you're on that frequency? Because you'll feel it.
1: Mm. It's
0: a feeling. Yes. Mm -hmm. So if you feel abundant, Mm -hmm. then you can receive abundance. Mm -hmm. If you don't feel that, then you can't receive it. Again, could be bollocks. Like, let's just be honest. (laughs) Like, it sounds a bit wishy-washy at times, but I don't know. I've had some interesting results, Mm -hmm. to say the least. I mean, you're never
1: going to achieve success without manifesting. You've got to dream. You can't just fall. You have to dream.
0: The (laughs)
2: psychology behind it, you have to think before you can create. Things are created
0: twice. So first, in the head. Exactly. And then, second, in
2: nothing that was created ever was not thought about first.
1: Exactly. Can I get an amen, please? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> so,
3: true.
2: so, you've got to think first yeah, you before do. you can do or be or anything else. Yeah. How did you get into what opened the door to manifesting for you? Oh,
0: it's such a loaded question. It's a long one. I basically had <laughs> this is so strange. I basically had an out-of-body experience when I was about 15. It could have been okay. out-of-body or it could have been sleep paralysis, and I think it was the latter as I grew up. <laughs> ri- it was just I, twinned. I, I, <laughs> not quite. No, basically, there was this one time I woke up at midday and I went downstairs to my mother's bedroom. And then I went back upstairs after five minutes and I laid in bed and the moment I laid down, I sort of my eyes shut and they sort of snapped back open again, but I couldn't move. And mm-hmm. My body was stuck in paralysis. By the way, this has nothing to do with law of attraction. This is just the story about how I got into it. It has right. nothing to do with that, ultimately. I don't know why. Okay. And then I spoke to my mum about it. And she was like, oh, this sounds sort of supernatural. You might like this book that my friend gave me. I don't quite understand it. And the book was Ask and It's Given by Esther Hicks. Uh,
2: um. Alright. so he went straight in with the Esther
0: straight in with Esther Mm. and I read it
2: she's the very spiritual
0: very spiritual it's kind of cultish it's ever so Mm. slightly cultish I'll be honest it is a bit yeah a bit weird the
2: new age god yeah a bit weird like she's
0: interpreting but she's funny she is funny yeah she's funny yeah and at times to be honest critically I listen to her videos and I'm like "Mm, sounds a bit weird (laughs) but you know I tried it and I tested it and I liked it Uh um so, yeah, I read this book. And before that, I basically grew up Catholic, which is a bit weird. I went to a Catholic. <laughs> we all
2: Didn't grew we all? up Catholic.
0: <laughs> Didn't we all?
2: So we're all a bit weird. Yeah, we're all <laughs> a bit weird.
0: No, I grew up Catholic in primary school. Um, so I always had a bit of a, a spiritual leaning. Mm-hmm. You know, I had some notion that there could be a God. But I wouldn't say that I'm religious, not in the institutional sense, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just was praying. And I was like, prove to me that you're real. Mm. Really real. And then this book sort of landed in in my lap, and I read it, and I was having this visceral reaction that I was like, "Oh, I really like this. Like, this seems to resonate with me." Mm. So I was like, "Well, let's test it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's test it. Right? What, what what can I lose?"
2: So, what is your method? Do you? Because there's lots of different mm. methods. There's the three six nine method.
0: Not heard of it. Do
2: one thing three times, one thing six times, one thing nine times. What? It's it's just a way to
1: there's a structure engage in yeah the I think session.
2: the science behind it your the RAS reticular activating system mm. is your filter and what is that it, it's part of the brain um, at the back base of the neck that it regulates your sleep for instance mm. um, but it also sets your filters so you tell it you're interested in a particular car so like. I don't know. A yellow (laughs)
1: posh. Specific.
2: (laughs) Yeah. A yellow posh. Then all of a sudden you because we've mentioned a yellow posh today, and anybody watching, listening, we will see a yellow posh. So when you
0: say filter, you mean the lens through which you
2: We we receive like 40 don't quote me on the exact feeling figures something like 40 billion bits of information Mm. per day yeah like from every hair on your skin you're receiving data Mm. but we can only process our brain can only process something like 13 million bits or something Mm. so we have to filter out a lot a lot of things we don't even
0: notice this sounds terribly cool. I can only keep about eight things in my head. I don't yeah, know. That's that's is-
2: so we have to set filters to stop everything from being processed. Right. Mm. So we set filters. The RAS is in charge of that filter. So when oh, we see. set a filter to say we want to see more of this yeah. in the world, that's why we see more uh, of that I get in it. the
0: world. Right. So you're saying if... Law of attraction is bollocks, which could be. It's just the fact that you're more aware of something and then you happen to just be seeing more of it by chance.
2: Well, not just that. You look out for things so you see more opportunities. Right,
1: that's it. So if you're in a career change, for example, you have all this information that may go amiss. You may have these dots that you can connect Mm. to connect you to that person who gets you this job and whatever. So when you change that way of thinking and start to look for the the filtered view, mm-hmm. you can actually choose the way that you want to go.
2: So you've all been in a situation like a cafe and you hear somebody speaking on the next table. They've been speaking the <laughs> whole time, but as soon as they mention a name that you're familiar with, <clears throat> all of a sudden it's like you hear their conversation. Mm. That's your RAS at work. Right. It's like that is a subject you're interested in. I'm going to you know, turn the volume up so you can mm-hmm. listen that then opens an opportunity because you could then go up to that table and go, by the way, I am blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm the person you're looking for. Or it opens opportunities.
1: Hmm, I hear that. And we've all kind of had those opportunities where something miraculous has happened because we've overheard something Mm. or do you know Mm. what I mean?
0: Okay. So-
3: (laughs) Robbie's processing. (laughs)
0: Thanks for that, guys. Um, so my process, back to that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know what 369, I've never heard of that. Mm. I think there's obviously a, an abundance of techniques or methods out there, but Everybody's got I just got anymore. indoctrinated early into one, one way of doing it, which is just that there's this thing called the vortex, mm-hmm. which is aware of everything that you want, that you've ever asked for over the course of your lifetime. Mm. And the universe in its magnificent knowledge and understanding knows exactly what you want and how to get it to you at the right time, provided that you're in the receiving mode, which is a feeling. It's a mm-hmm. feeling. It's a vibration. A feeling is how you know what vibration you have. Mm-hmm. So if I feel good in this moment, if I feel joyous or even if I feel neutral, but neutral leaning positive, mm. then I'm able to receive things. And I think one of the things I struggled with is I didn't quite understand how I could possibly be joyous all the time. Yeah. Like, you know, when you go, <laughs> you know, when you woke up for Christmas and you're a kid, like for me, that was the definition of joy. Like that was like, that. Mm. oh my God, I'm exactly. so excited. Yeah. And I'm like, you mean I've got to feel like that all the time? Like, that's really intense. Like, I don't want to be like ask. that. It's <laughs> far too much. Like, it's impossible. Yeah. In fact, it's nothing like that. And I think I'm developing my understanding of it a bit better now. I like Eckhart Tolle. I've been getting into Eckhart. We love Eckhart no, love Eckhart Tolle. Mm-hmm. And I think he's a bit more he appeals to the masses, I think.
2: Knox keen on his voice. <laughs> I love his rest.
0: voice! Little, little Wait, bit... you, you can do it a little He's bit. He's like, talking like these. <laughs> yeah. No, Eckhart's so sweet. I love him. No, I really love him. I love him. Um, and he sort of speaks about being in that place where you're conscious. Mm. Now, I think this is something that a lot of people can understand. When you meditate, when you have a mindfulness practice, when you're in your body, when you're feeling things, when you're actually embracing your mm. full conscious experience yeah. from mm-hmm. the patterns of energy in your chest and stomach which you would associate with anxiety or joy, mm-hmm. from everything, thoughts themselves, you can observe it all. Mm. And you can really sit with it. And, and you can be it. fully conscious. And yeah. he says when you're in that conscious state, then an idea might come to you or mm-hmm. an impulse might come to you mm. or just like some, some conscious... Thing will get transposed into you, I suppose. Yeah, it's
2: a bit like when you think about somebody and then all of a sudden you bump into them. or yeah. they ring you.
1: Yeah, Th-
0: things like oh that do, do is that? happen. It's the weirdest. It's so thing. strange. But then ha- if you believe in this, it isn't strange.
1: It's like when you're mm. texting somebody. and was like, I was just texting you, and you're like, Yeah, Hello. and you haven't spoken
0: in a year. Yeah,
1: that happened to mm. me recently. Weird. It's so weird. Really yeah. weird.
2: But that is a way of. We don't know everything. No, people can't say, oh, it's utter bollocks, because mm. we don't know we don't
0: whether know. it's We don't utter know. Bollocks. There could be a fourth dimension. There could be all sorts going on. We've got no but idea. But since <laughs> the
2: beginning of time, there has been a god, an Allah, a vortex, something. A, a universe. Some
0: spiritual belief. There's
2: some people have believed in something yeah. since virtually the beginning of time. so sure.
1: Astrology. There's got to be something there out
2: there. There could be. Is there it a man sat on a cloud or is it a vortex? Who knows? Or, who knows? But there is some kind of power.
1: I think how it. I feel about it is like when you see, I mean, we all have those friends that are like pessimists. Mm. Their life is a constant like array of trauma and drama. And, drama yeah. and, and stuff they seem
2: and to just reject anything positive.
1: positive.
2: They just want to sit so and that talk is, about the
0: negative. And that it's is, like,
2: well, what do you expect?
0: That is exactly what I would say, I think whether or not it's real, it gives you a chance to reset, mm. to be positive again, to actually be open to dreaming, to new possibilities. Mm. I think so many people get into fixed mindsets. So if we just look at it from a fixed in growth mindset mm. paradigm, yeah, it's probably better in that, in, in that regard. Mm. And I, I think for me that. especially, there was a time when, you know, I'd failed at college. I hadn't done very well at all. And this was a crux for me to sit back and be like, Things can be okay, things will be okay. I've got the law of attraction on my side, Yeah, you know? I And I feel confident that my dreams will come true whatever they are, because I have that spiritual belief. So in terms of just having a life philosophy that makes you feel at ease, Mm. that makes you feel confident and comfortable and willing to put yourself in uncomfortable situations Mm. even, to try new things and to to go out into the world, it's Mm. fantastic.
2: I think it'd be interesting for us all to share an experience where we actually believe that the
1: universe provided something, for something, us and we manifested yeah, it. That
2: something that was like, "Whoa, that can't have just been <gasps> okay. hard work."
0: I've got a couple.
1: I've got a couple.
0: I've got a couple. I'm going to go with the most interesting one first. So, this, as I said, back this to that book. It's the prince
2: story. It is the
0: prince okay. story. Uh, Here it comes. Here it comes. Y'all better take that's, a seat. That's
2: the only reason why he's here. Here
0: it comes. <laughs> so read the book tells me if you get into the vibrational place you might receive an impulse from the universe and this book is asking it's given by Esther Higgs yeah I don't I honestly now I'm getting older do I 100% recommend that book perhaps not I think it's a little bit weird I think Eckhart Tolle's a little (laughs) bit closer but in terms of just saying the step-by-step process I quite liked it in that regard so I received an impulse but it was a very weird impulse and it was to buy a full Saudi outfit you know the the Thobe and the gutra and the mm. and the headband, everything. I bought the whole thing. I just had this impulse. I had barely any money as well. I'm like, I don't know what age I was. 18? So I had, yeah, I was just spending money on a Saudi outfit, which is really bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> Who does that, right? Are they quite expensive? No. <laughs> but still, you know, it was a frivolous expense at that age. Yeah. Um. So I bought this outfit and it arrived and I loved it. And I walked around in it. And I felt Prince-like. Mm-hmm. You walked around where? In my house, okay. on the top floor, alone. So I was <laughs> unencumbered. And no one thought I was weird because I was doing it on my own. Um, which is something I often did. I would literally just walk around in my room and, and like imagine and, and take on a vibration or take on a feeling and fully pretend. Because like I read this book and it tells me if I do it, I'll get something. So I was like, fuck
1: Not knowing it. what you would get, but you had the feeling of an impulse. Like, this is right.
0: Right, yeah. So I wore this outfit and I walked around and I felt I was a prince. Um, And three months later, I met a Saudi princess, which is bizarre. Yeah. To say the least. Very bizarre. And another thing I'd been asking around that time is I want direction. I had no idea what I wanted to do with my career. Mm. And I was completely lost. And you know, you've got that auntie that's asking you questions. What are you doing? (laughs) And she's going... Why, why don't you have a career yet? And you're like, oh, shut up. Oh, why don't you have a girlfriend yet? <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, uh, yeah, That one. <laughs> that one, well, I'm not confident in my sexuality yet. Shut up. <laughs> and a letter came in by the post, and it was for jury service. And even when I held that letter and looked at it, that was another feeling like, oh, I feel like I've manifested this. I feel like this is meaningful. Mm. And it was all happening all around the same time. So I'd worn that outfit, I'd got this letter by post, I'd done jury service and my mother was working at a law firm and I spoke to her and I said I'd like to have a meeting with a lawyer to get some guidance because I'd done jury service I absolutely loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Watching barristers do closing speeches, I don't know why but that, that tickled me, mm-hmm. Gosh, I was into that. would have sent me to sleep. <laughs> You're wrong. the wrong, baby. <laughs> you are will be
2: sending you to sleep soon then.
0: <laughs> but this is the thing, the universe knows what you want yeah, as does. an individual. Mm. So I loved it. <clears throat> and I had this meeting and I'd missed the college deadline by a few weeks. So I had a whole year of nothing again. And I can't tell you how infuriating that was. Mm. You know, I was incredibly lost at the time. I felt like I'd finally got this direction. And then I'm being told you've missed the college deadline because my results were terrible. Mm. I got an E, D, and a C at A level because mm. I just wasn't in the right headspace at the time. And I had this year off, and he says, okay, look, go learn French. Who's he? Good family friend. And the lawyer, he advised, um, go study French, go to France, work in France. And I was like, okay, fine, whatever. This I've got a year of nothing. I might as well just do what he says. And lawyers are good to know second languages. You can be international I don't know French, for the record.
2: Oh, it's about speaking to you in French then. (laughs) Yeah,
3: Yeah, I did. I did
0: some eight weeks of intense French, and you know, I have nothing to show for it. But it was there that this that this woman was coming into class, and she was fabulous. Like her hair was always done. She would always dress so interestingly. And she would always turn up late with her coffee. And like, it was just, she had a vibe to her. And I was like, you're so cool. Mm. And we ended up just hanging out and we became really good friends. And I knew nothing about her. I think there there could have been telltale signs that she was something not normal, (laughs) should I say. I've got to be so careful on how I say this. Um, Basically, one time we were on the topic of marriage and her brother said, something to the effect of, you know, it's normal for us to marry our our cousins. And I was a bit like, sorry. (laughs) Uh, And he was like, no, 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 our second cousins. And I was like, right, okay, still a bit odd. And I was like, well, how many have you got? And he went, thousands. It's like
1: our Mm -hmm. family.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is she Irish? (laughs) And I was just a bit like, right, that was weird. And then one day I was in her Two-story penthouse. Mm. And at this time at this time I'd been calling her Princess Blah. I really don't want to say her name. And then she showed me her passport and it was the title. Oh, is this title. where
2: you said which floor or which?
0: Yeah, yeah, that story, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I bumped into her sister outside of the flat and I said, um, which uh which apartment is it? She's only told me the floor. And she went, Yeah, floor nine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the whole floor. <laughs> and I was like,
0: I was like, right, that was helpful. And then I was like, yeah, it was four nine.
1: Damn. So this was all started from you having that impulse and walking around your house in the Saudi Arabian
0: attire. So I believe. Yes. Mm. So I think. Um...
2: It's not every day that you meet a Saudi princess.
0: No, I I mean I've never. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm trying to sort of, I'm trying to rationalize it in my head. But every time I tell this story, I'm just as mind blown. Yeah, Yeah. I'm just as mind blown because I had got that outfit, I'd walked around in it, and I'd felt that I was a prince, really well and truly. Mm. And she's my best friend to this day. Mm -hmm. I love her to bits. She's my Saudi Arabian mother. You know, she's my (laughs) second mother. I love her. I love her so much she really raised me and I think at the time I was living outside of London and being in London then that was an opportunity for me to really discover myself and have that freedom you know like she had no past knowledge of who I was or any judgment and I lived with her for a year and I really (laughs) discovered myself during that time period. She
1: gave you some terrible habits though. (laughs) I oh,
3: must say, he
0: thought he literally, when I first met you, you thought you were... A prince. Yeah, like... Well, I got adopted by a princess, what can I say? Hmm. It got to my head. <laughs> I've been working for years to try and unwind it. Back yeah. <laughs> a to reality,
1: baby. Wake up, wake up. You got to take the bins out, sweetie. Yeah.
0: First time I took the bins out, I had gloves on.
1: Yeah, he
0: did. Full gloves on. yeah. gloves I'd, and, I'd and I a mask. found a COVID mask, I put it on. <laughs> And I was holding the bin like this. <laughs> I was like, oh, fucking hell, what have I got myself into? <laughs>
2: what is he doing looking out the window?
0: <laughs> no, but you've been domesticating me. Yeah, before you, it was Liv. I lived with Liv, Liv Bentley with for the, three months. Yeah, Olivia Bentley. Mm-hmm. She's got some stories still about chicken carcasses that are left out on the kitchen counter for <laughs> <before. Yeah. laughs>
1: And nearly blowing up her bloody dishwasher. You yeah. put fairy liquid in the I dishwasher. thought, look,
0: fairy liquid makes <laughs> them shine. <laughs> Hang on a second. No, there's real logic to this. There's logic to this. I l- <laughs> I thought the fairy liquid ultimately would make the dishes shine. So, you know, I'm loading it. I'm being a good boy. I'm loading the dishwasher. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I get it out and I give it a good little
1: <laughs> squirt. No, he, a, a heavy squirt. When from I tell you, all
0: it honestly looked like a bath, the kitchen. So, yeah, domestication. It's been a long not, journey not for your me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maybe you should manifest that. Journey. Imagine, yeah. But that was the thing.
0: I lived with a princess and a maid for a year. Oh. Like I got accustomed to it. What can I say? Mm. You know. And yeah. she, she loved me getting accustomed to it. She enabled it. She, yeah. She definitely enabled it. Bless her. Is it
2: enabling behaviour? So no. Joel.
1: Yeah. So for me and my manifesting journey, I think a great example is obviously our relationship. Mm. I think I remember. For a long time, when I lived in LA for like four years, I was like repelling men, like just repelling them because I just wasn't ready to get in a relationship. And I remember coming home and then going, when I went to therapy. <laughs> repelling men. That's no, I was like literally saying. repelling them. Washing. I was like, I was like, <laughs> get away. Like, psh but it's because i was scared really deep Mm. down i was just petrified of Mm. men and petrified of relationships petrified of intimacy when i came home during the pandemic i had to like sit with myself and i was like why am i doing this like Mm. i actually want to be with somebody and i want to settle down and i'm doing everything within my power to actually just not do that Mm. so that's when i went to therapy and i was like i've had all these men approach me they've been lovely to me and then I've been the bad one. I've been I've been the the trauma in the situation, the drama.
2: Mm. Yeah.
0: And so she weren't vibrationally
1: ready. I wasn't vibrationally ready. When I moved back down to London, I was just like quite lonely. Like didn't have much intimacy going on. Just lonely. Very like overwhelmed by it. And obviously, when I was in therapy, I kind of like started to unpick and unravel the reasons why Mm -hmm. and I remember after that moment I just got this feeling that I was going to meet somebody and um I started it was weird because I started like picturing myself on tv as well at the same time and I you know bumped into you at a nightclub well, hang on. You'd seen me on Instagram first. I'd seen him on Instagram first. He'd come uh, up he'd
2: done a bit of stalking. He'd come up on research, my
1: explore yeah. page. I'd seen him. My friends <laughs> like, I like... want to
2: explore you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I remember seeing his face and I was like, this boy is has such a beautiful face. He's so cute. And yeah, then I bumped into you at the box and I was like, hold the hell up. This...
0: By the way, this interaction, I'm in, I'm in a club and I'm walking up, I'm beelining for this particular guy that I wanted to chat to. Not me. Which, by the way, which, by the way, wasn't Joel. Um, And in the midst of me walking, I'm intercepted. (laughs) Like, like, really intercepted. And I'm like, spun round. (laughs) And he grabs my shoulders and doesn't let me move.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we, we manifest a little bit differently, than yeah. <laughs> over the head. Yeah, well, that was some sort
0: enormous. of physical manifestation. Like, it wasn't just effortlessly <laughs> waltzing into my life. I was mean, very much, very much grabs. Um, uh, but I loved it. He yeah. just
2: yeah. picked you up, chucked you over the shoulder. Pretty much.
0: I loved it. And I looked at your son's shoulders and I was like, wow, <laughs> this is something else. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. That's nice. But then we had no interest in each other. There was no initial. Um, I was like, come to West. He was like, no, no, come to East. And I was like, no. And we just went back <laughs> there and forth. Text and we went off. <laughs> and I was a like, But no, I'm still with you. Yeah. So we went our separate ways. And then we went on a date. And then here we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I gave you my number, or did you? I honestly didn't think you'd text me the next day. Yeah. That's bullshit. I was like, he's too drunk. I said to Seb, I was like, he's too drunk. I wasn't even that drunk. You weren't even that drunk. No, I was <laughs> just, just I was just is. high on live. <laughs> like, Can I just say it's so interesting that you, you before meeting me had that feeling mm. that you were gonna meet someone because in my own way I was going through something similar in mm-hmm. the in the in the space of time before. And I'd been seeing this guy and it went wrong, whatever, but I managed to get back on my feet and I'd been doing this really strange, it's probably not that strange, actually it is. This really weird exercise where you look in the mirror, mm. and because I believe in manifesting and law of attraction, I need to feel the feeling of love to manifest it, right? If mm-hmm. I want a partner, I need to feel love for myself probably first. That's yeah, what I of thought. Course. And so I would sit in the mirror and I would literally tell myself <clears throat> how much I loved myself to the point that I was near tears.
2: <laughs> That's
0: quite easy. For quite you, intense. Though. I mean, I, <laughs> listen.
2: As my mother would say, your blood is too close to your eyes. Listen. <laughs>
0: Listen, I love crying. It's amazing. It feels fantastic.
2: That brings us on nicely to our wet little quiz. Okay. About manifesting a partner. Mm. So,
0: mm.
2: I'm going to ask you a few questions. Okay. Or rather, I want you to tell me what you think are the steps in manifesting
0: a, a partner. partner. Wow. Do you know what I would lead with? If if we believe in the law of attraction, I would say, don't be too specific. Uh-huh. Don't have such a strict criteria. Yeah, I agree. Because you're limiting what you can manifest if you do that. I agree. I honestly think it's a co creation. So there would be some sort of visceral feeling, something that's right, something that feels right about that uh-huh. person. Mm. You've got to have a feeling.
3: Uh-huh.
0: And so much of manifesting is about what you feel because what, what you feel is the frequency that you're on, what uh-huh. you're vibrating. So I would say a feeling. Is that right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Did I get that right? Yeah. Oh. Yes. Oh, My knowledge is coming through.
2: <laughs> like you can't stop thinking about them. Hmm. So another one apparently. Did is... we really
0: think that much about you one another? Can't
2: external?
3: stop thinking
2: about.
0: <laughs> do to I think thought we about babes,
1: it You, I remember early early days. I was kind of like, I don't think this is going to work, and then you threw your dummy out the pram. And was I, was like, <laughs> I, think... I was gutted. I was gutted. But that's the thing, I think our initial attraction, we you weren't you weren't actually my type. No.
0: Like what, what I'd normally go for, but I knew I was into Germans at the time.
2: <laughs> Got a bit of a German air airbox.
0: <laughs> might be the shorts.
2: Blonde hair, blue eyes.
1: Our relationship, at first, I wasn't you weren't my usual type. Mm. But I was open enough to be like, actually, let me just give this a try. And because you weren't my initial type, there wasn't that instant like fire and flame. But yeah, no, I didn't have that either. It just slowly grew and grew and grew and grew. It was a and then slow, like, slow burn. Yeah. It was a slow burn. And then Whereas I was like, with the Actually, other. Actually, I love this boy. Yeah. And
0: it was literally like overnight. I was like, wait a minute i've got feelings for this person and i'm like what i got the
1: feels i was like damn
0: yeah and so i think that's a good point because with manifesting you think it's going to be some sort of fiery reaction yeah yeah. wow but it doesn't have to be that way i'd call that a trauma bond (laughs) (laughs) let's just chuck that (laughs) let's just chuck that pop psych out there just i
1: think you should give people a chance to get to know them like you shouldn't have to feel that instant passion and you know the ups and the downs the highs and the lows like let something grow naturally and mm. grow smoothly. And that, that's that's a a sign of a strong relationship. Yeah, but I at think. the
0: same time, I think limerence is normal <coughs> at the yeah. start of any relationship. Mm. You're going to have that passionate love before it converts into a more companionate love. Mm. Um, I honestly think that manifesting, the beauty of it is that it's not specific. Mm. And it can People surprise People can you. surprise you, walks mm. into your life, someone you don't even realise yet is going to be a future business partner. Mm-hmm. And for now, they're just a friend. Like you, like when you're open to being surprised, I think this is the mistake that a lot of people are making with manifesting. Mm. They're so specific about it. Mm. You've got to be open-minded.
2: But that's what most people preach is that you have to be very, very specific.
0: I disagree. Yeah. I disagree. Whatever works for you, works for you. Mm. I really, I don't want to be like, no, it can't be anything. Like, Anything that works for you will work for you.
2: Exactly. To be it, honest... Whatever you
0: are receptive to, the universe can deliver. If you yeah. believe in numbers, you'll get numbers. If you believe in... It's... It's what you believe I in. I
1: think as well, when you see eleven eleven, make a wish, you're actually taking a moment to have a little prayer and a little moment of gravitational positivity. Mm. Yeah, a bit of answer. Awesome. So but it's
2: 11-11 twice a day. You're actually manifesting at that... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, apparently, if you... Something, you see signs at that time... Mm. Bullshit. Mm. I call it absolute bullshit. It's it We got it, the bullshit it, police it's, here. It's eleven eleven <laughs> twice a day. Am I is something magical happening at those times twice a day? I think as no. well
1: your body clock will start to be like Exactly. Oh, okay. It's like if
2: you wake up at four AM one night and you look at the clock, you know, with my clients, anybody that's struggling to sleep, oh. I always tell them, Don't open your eyes, don't look at the time. Because your brain remembers it, and then the next time Next night, it'll wake you up at four o'clock.
0: Do you know what I think is good about this? I, I want to talk about the dangers of this, mm. right? Because for a while, law of attraction actually gave me a lot of suffering. Let's be honest.
2: Yeah, there is. In psychology, there is, um, there is worries about that. Because people with OCD, with strong anxieties, start thinking that they have attracted bad Things right. into their lives or right. somebody dies it's like I must have manifested right. so their have death a negatively- so right. that could send somebody yeah. into a complete spiral and yeah. I don't believe in manifesting like that for me personally to create something we first have to think mm, you know yeah. there's certain rules and with my, with my coaching clients we, we go through these and it's just coaching you write things down you know that's one of the first rules of manifesting, isn't it? Writing
1: yeah. it down. It's the ask. The yeah, thought.
2: research shows that you're forty two percent more likely to achieve something if you write it down, pen and paper, not type it down. Mm-hmm. All you millennials and Z, whatever you are, Gen Z. You. <laughs> yeah. well, you're
1: Gen X, baby.
2: So it's it's writing something down. And then you have the, like you talked about, the vibrational alignment. I talk about ego states. Mm. We've, we've discussed this before. There's, an an There's a lot of parallels. There's a lot of parallels. Exactly. So an ego state is, it's your whole being, your mm. attitude. When you walk into a room and someone's happy, you can tell they're happy yeah. instantly. That's you know, ego By like their position, by mm. their... You know, the, the, the expression. If you could see their thoughts, you'd see the happy thoughts. Mm. If someone's anxious, equally, you'd see that, oh, my God, But it just this exudes happens, from what them? if that yeah. happens? You
0: can see they... the anxiety come through, how exactly. they structure their sentences, what they say. So
2: and... whether you call it a paradigm, whether you call it an ego state, love. whether you call it a, a state, a vibrational frequency, we're, we're kind of talking about the same thing. hmm mm. And I work with clients all the time about their their ego state. What are you doing? Like, what are you wearing that makes you feel like that? You know, wear your suit while you're doing your work so that you feel a certain way instead yeah. of your joggers or whatever
0: else. We did that, didn't we? We did <laughs> during yes. my exam period. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was a good. And
2: one. and is that not the same?
1: It's, I think it is. Yeah. It's basically what you did with the with the Arab. Um, yeah, attire, like. you
2: want to be a certain thing. So so to create something, you have to first be clear on what you're creating. Yeah. Most people are like, I want this. They
1: lack clarity.
2: They completely lack clarity. Yeah. So f- for me, it's being clear about what you want mm-hmm. and knowing... The, the feeling that it's going to give you, mm. you know, when we did that work, you had to, I had to remind you of that part of your personality it was required mm. to get and the work s- done. So, yes. Who is he? How does he sit? Yeah. How does he think? For a
0: bit of context, by the way, I was doing my exam period in the third year of uni and I was struggling, I was getting burnt out. So I just quickly spoke with Christina. My mom. She... And did a bit of hypnosis. And as part of that it was about wearing the attire to get into that feeling mm-hmm. and to embody that. Mm. Embody, embody that lawyer. spirit. Mm. To be a lawyer. Yeah. Mm.
2: And it, it creates that shift. It does. It shifts your vibrational yeah. frequency, which you would say.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see the parallels there. I agree. Yeah. I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. <clears throat>
2: yeah. So but without writing things down, without it's really difficult to manifest anything mm. but equally I do believe you can manifest bad things of course
0: if you start... by getting
2: into a certain frequency yeah. you can repel people yeah, and you never end up in a relationship
0: this is this is what I've been taught there's just a source of like positivity or wellness and you can either be receptive to it or be closed off to it when you're closed off to it that's when bad things might be manifesting
1: so that's pessimistic people pessimistic people that is my rant yeah Being them Yeah. Anybody that's pessimistic around you, you need to get away from them because negativity spreads like wildfire. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Again, terrible things happen on this planet, like awful, awful things that I find so hard to justify on some basis of uh, some universal law, like law of attraction. You know, how can I explain some of the atrocities that happened? I can't. This is where I literally I'm like, yeah, no, I I forego my beliefs. I I think this is where I'm like, it's bollocks. I don't want to engage in this. I get scared. You can use it for good and bad.
1: Yeah, using oh, like, it, it's using it for. I'm just focused on the positive that, yeah. I'm, I'm, yes. like, I'm like Let's
0: stick I'm, with I've that. got blinders on yeah <laughs> I just want positive blah 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 blah, blah. you know <laughs> good but yeah that's
2: it but you're repelling the negative
0: yeah I suppose Fabulous. so I suppose so but that for me when I started all attraction and I was a very anxious teenager mm. it was a real struggle because any thought that popped up I would try and wrestle the thought to the ground I'd be like no why am I thinking this and then try and counter thought it and then like delete the thought and oh now I've thought this now I'm going to attract it and I would get in my head and it was just obsessive. Mm. That is the danger that I warn of. That is why I,
2: I use a delete method. Just right. delete. Don't argue with it. Don't just delete. Yeah. Walk away from it.
0: And so a big moment mm. for me, a paradigm shift, was discovering Eckhart Tolle mm-hmm. and realising that you're not your thoughts. Yeah. You <coughs> witness your thoughts. Mm-hmm. You are the observer. You are consciousness mm-hmm. itself. And, and that was huge. Because when I was identifying with every thought that came up, that's... yeah. It crazy. Is, it what? is just the a brain's thought, job is just to think.
2: The quicker you move away from the thought, the better. Yeah. So you, you need just you just like oh yeah, delete. And
0: for a long on. time, I was like, "What is walk away?" And it was actually observe and dissolve it. But we could talk about meditation. in Another one
1: on on our first day, we actually really connected over Eckhart Tolle. Yes. And when I was living in New York, somebody left um, a New Earth, his second book, on my bed, and I read it, and it like got me on the path of like. Okay, I need to switch my life up. I need to heal. I need to get connected with people and connected with myself. And that's basically what ignited our flames. You
2: see, how many books have I got in my little library about stuff like this and you've not been interested? But when the student is ready, the tutor will appear. The teacher will appear. (laughs) So we're coming to the end, Robbie. Any final thoughts from you before I wrap up?
0: Again, it could be bollocks, (laughs) but has it brought a lot of good into my life? I think so. Yeah, I I really do think so. Mm -hmm. I think don't be specific too much and get meditating. Incorporate mindfulness practice into your life. That's Mm -hmm. what I would advise anyone. Mm. Because whether it's real or not, there are scientific-based benefits of meditation at least. And meditation is to bring your vibration up so you can attract things. If you don't believe in that, meditation just makes you a better person.
1: Stop with the Xanax. Meditate
0: Stop taking (laughs) the pills And meditate Mm. Feel your feelings Don't be scared Thank you for coming No thank you for coming It's been amazing This has been so fun Our first guest Good
2: We might have you back on I hope so I love it
0: I love your living room Thanks for inviting me It's beautiful
2: As you're listening to this podcast You're going to feel obliged Obligated Compelled To like Subscribe And share with your friends Manifestation goes beyond mere thoughts. It requires unwavering belief, relentless action, and a burning desire to achieve greatness. Success isn't handy to us. It's earned through sweat, tears, and countless setbacks. Embrace challenges, learn from failures, and let them fuel your hunger for greatness. Manifestation is a partnership between your thoughts and actions. Success is not a spectator sport. It demands active pursuit, resilience, and self-discovery.
1: Believe in yourself. hmm Take inspired action. Nice. And shape your destiny. Keep manifesting, mm-hmm. striving, and never let anything hinder your dreams. hmm I love it. The power to manifest success lies within you. Yeah, it does. And you. <laughs> and you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that's a wrap. <laughs>